another edition of a Simpleton Review. Yes, that's right. I say the exact same thing every time because I am not creative. <laughs> okay, so anyways, my name is uh, Nate Wade, Simpleton number one. And... and I'm Charlie Gibson, Simpleton number two. I'm Lemuel Edwards, Simpleton number three. And I guess I'm not creative either because I say the same thing also. That's true, he does. But you know what? He also looks like a lazy bum sitting in that poof pillow like he's doing right now. I don't know what else to do. I don't have a desk. Look at me. I Look at me. I got my big belly. Right Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> what, happened to that? what happened to the 126-pound kid that left my house? Uh, well, college was fine because I had to walk everywhere. But then I got a car. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I got a car. I don't have to walk as much. And what do you have for dinner? Kraft macaroni and cheese? Ramen. <laughs> I don't like Kraft macaroni and cheese. If we do macaroni and cheese, it's Velveeta. We do the good stuff. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So you're a macaroni and cheese snob. Yeah, it. a little bit. Kim Kraft ramen. There's oh, this, my goodness. There's this hot Cheeto mac and cheese. <laughs> it looks like it's poisoning your body, dude. It is the <laughs> grossest color. Cheeto. I can't imagine putting that in your Cheetos. body. Crap hot macaroni. hot oh, and yeah. spicy Cheeto. You know you're going to get you a box after this. No, break. no. <laughs> yeah. That's disgusting, yeah. dude. No, I'm it's talking to your dad. You know yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going straight to the store as soon as I sign off. That's the way it's going to be. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's exactly what's going to happen. Hey, we're interviewing, or we're interviewing, we're not interviewing anybody, quite honestly, but we are reviewing Fiona Apple's newest album called Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Fetch the Bolt Cutters is her fifth studio album. Woman's been around for 20 over 20 years at this point and she only <laughs> five albums she only has five albums she basically goes about uh, an album every four years is what she averages uh on her on her uh, uh, on her deal it's just i just she's amazing though i mean it takes her forever <laughs> to put out an album like the like the album right before this it was like eight years bef between albums that she had she had went before she'd put out another album so fetch the bolt cutter by Fiona Apple. It was released on April 17th, 2020. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, it was recorded between 2015 and 2020, um, mostly in Fiona's house, um, I guess. Um, and mm. it's, it's, it's pretty good. I, I, I like it a lot. Uh, it's, it's a fascinating album. There's a lot of, uh, a different drum beat syncopation and stuff that goes on, on some of her albums. Um, so what do you guys think? What did you guys, did you guys like Fiona Apple? First of all, let me, let me ask you this question, Mr. Mr. Z person, Mr. Nexter, Zillennial. Yes, have you ever heard of Fiona Apple before? Uh, I must have because one of her songs were already on my playlist. I don't remember which song though, but you've probably talked about her before, knowing you. <laughs> probably, probably. So, right on. Okay, so then tell me, what do you guys think of Fiona Apple's new album? I thought it was pretty good. I, I liked it. Um, you can, I mean, I love music by piano players because you can tell they're percussive thinkers. Mm -hmm. um, everything is, is set to rhythms and multi-rhythms and everything. Mm -hmm. um, you could tell the parts where she was trying to get across it, like like girls out in the out in the playground doing the slap hand things. Mm -hmm. uh, you could totally get that vibe. You could tell when she was sitting in church. You could tell, I mean, you got, you got an essence of kind of like how her life moved. Right. So... Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Lemmy, what about you? I liked it a lot. I liked the jazz a lot. It was nice. 
Um, the lyrics were pretty angsty, I'm going to say. Especially if you're a woman. I mean, boy, okay I'll tell that, you what. Yeah. There was a lot of hashtag me too stuff going on. In that <laughs> yeah. So anything else you want to add to that, Lim? Um, I wrote down that I liked newspaper. I think I like the beat. I remember the drums being really rad. Um, right. I didn't write this down, but both times I listened to the album, the first track... I had a hard time with the way she ended it with her voice. So it was a little rough for me. I was like, "Why?" Uh, it was she just felt wrong. I don't know. I think she, the intention was to be dissident and end it on a dissident note, but yeah. I was not ready for that at the beginning of the album. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I picked up on that too. It's like every time she had uh, uh, the ending of the, uh, you know she drag it and drag it and drag it till it was irritating and off key or out of it was out of tune and like every time yeah <laughs> uh, every time she hit the end of the chorus is just it was, and i think it was just to show how long and tedious things can get <laughs> so which so which one you're talking about exactly on this one again the opening track oh the opening track yeah yeah, yeah. so uh so it is intentional you think it was intentional then i mean this was oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally thought it was, yeah. Yeah. I well, and, and the whole thing is like she's talking about. Well, the title of the song is "I Want You to Love Me," and that's like her whole thing is like, really, I don't need you that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want you, I want you around, but I don't need you that bad. Yeah. yeah right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, there was there were some interesting um, songs on there. I really I really liked. Well, the Shamika song was interesting. I mean, I think we've all known girls like Shamika somewhere along the way, have we not? Yeah. I mean, it just I just feel like I know a Shamika. I think everybody knows a Shamika. <laughs> Which yeah. one was the Shamika song? It was called Oh, Shemika. the Shamika says she's proud of you or whatever. Well, she says you got potential. Yeah, she says, oh, you, says got you got potential. potential. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, this, okay. it, it, and it's a dig, you know. Shamika doesn't mean it's not a positive like, hey, good job, you got potential. It's like, yeah, you got potential, but you know, whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's it's that kind of like that, just that little dig. Shamika's that person that just digs at you, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. I think that was she's the bully that just wants to tear you apart. That's right. Yeah, that was right. That's right. Exactly. Uh, fetch the bolt cutters, just that was fascinating. my favorite song fascinating percussion on there wasn't it that percussion on there was a pretty freaking amazing stuff i thought um the, uh, under the table um of course that one was big time girl power on that song wasn't it big yeah. time girl power yeah yeah you're not gonna tell me what i'm gonna do <laughs> no yeah. no but you know i felt that way too i mean it's obviously written from a woman's perspective but i have felt that same way uh as well when i was listening to that i think we all have felt you know, that same way but like I said, I think percussion was like the main driving thing, even though Fiona is really known for her piano skills. Um, she came out with, uh, uh, you know, her first few songs that made her popular, like Shadow Boxing and things like that, were just really heavy piano driven songs. Uh, but this album, I think, really focused more on percussion and different types of percussion. There was percussion there that was like... Uh, she was using like her tables. Um, she was yeah. using stuff around her house to make sounds. Keys, like she was using house keys. Did you hear the keys in there sometimes? I did yeah, not. I, hear I was that. trying to figure out what that scratching noise was. It sounded like somebody was taking a bow to a to a cymbal, but it it wasn't that. It was something else. I was yeah. making like this scratching, uh, like a long scratch on, uh, especially on the Shamika song because I was yeah. I was like I love this music. Like, I'd love to hear it without her voice. And then I went to a yeah. place that did it for a uh, um, karaoke. 
and it it was missing some of the sounds hmm. and hmm. and it was like those things were like made every song uh, yeah just added that nice flair that was so uh, gri- uh gripped me i mean yeah i, I just grabbed a hold of me well and, and i think i mean it, it obviously wasn't totally recorded under the pandemic although it, it's a perfect perfectly it's a perfect pandemic album because yeah. i just when you listen to the songs you you feel like she's just sitting in her house uh, recording these songs which she was i mean as, as you can tell she recorded them all in her house in venice beach california uh, but you can hear it. You can hear the acoustics um, in her room. It's it's not a sound studio, right? I mean, she yeah, you can, you can hear it. the probably acoustics. Probably rugs on a hardwood floor, right? right? <laughs> you can hear her dogs. You can hear, yep. uh, and, and maybe that scratching was a dog. I don't know, but um, it's it's just I don't know. The percussiveness of this album was absolutely fascinating to me. I really enjoyed it. So, yeah. uh, well, I'll tell you what. Um, I like I said I would I would uh, I would highly recommend it. I don't really know what else to say uh, about the album. Uh, the album debuted at Go number four. Listen to it. Yeah, Go the album debuted at number four on the Billboard it. charts. Um, it is number one on the. It was number one on the top alternative albums. Uh, you've got look. She's not going to have another new album out for at least five years. So, <laughs> uh, you know, so we can call this her new album for a very long time because that's the way it is. And if you've never heard Fiona Apple before. What are you waiting for? She is absolutely amazing, and she needs to be up there in in the in the upper echelon of first of all female artists like Tori Amos and and Alanis Morissette and people like that. But beyond that, she is just absolutely brilliant, and she should be up there in in you know top American musicians of at least the past twenty years, in my opinion. That's my personal opinion. I don't know what you, what, what you guys think, but oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I think she's I think she's up there. Um man just as a songwriter and yes. like being so so expressive um because she's uh it's a different platform uh for a lot of people because they don't they don't necessarily express themselves like she does um she is very forward with everything uh like the whole the whole heart on the sleeve kind of kind of deal yeah oh yeah no holds barred i mean right and she's done that since the beginning of her career i mean if you've listened to the lyrics of shadow boxing yeah <laughs> It's you don't you just you don't want to mess with her. So anyway, yeah, I'm a Gen so, Zer, but I feel like that's a pretty Gen X thing too. No holds barred. Oh. Like, this is how I feel. Everything sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I am angry. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> the thing is, there's 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 this there's this thing about Gen Xers. We're full of angst and everything sucks, but at the same time, we're just like, yo, dude. I'm the dude and I abide, right? The dude abides. <laughs> the dude that's, abides. That's Gen X. Like we're both things together at the same time, right? And so that's why it it, it always tends to be gener- the, the millennials and the boomers and they're constantly going like this, right? <laughs> and and then the Gen Xers are just, we just sit here and eat our popcorn and, Right. That's all we do. We just we just it's like a tennis match to us. We just watch the millennials and the and the baby boomers fight about things. And we just sit back and go, whatever. <sighs> Have you heard the new Pearl Jam album? Yeah, I mean, that's all we do. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's it. Because, you know, we're Gen Xers. That's what we do. It's like, whatever. It's not worth it. It's not worth a fight. <laughs> I don't know. Am I wrong, Charlie? Isn't that kind of how Gen Xers kind of feel? It's like, whatever. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, you know. Millennials, they 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 get all wrapped. I mean, look, I get wrapped up in things because of stupid Facebook. Facebook, Facebook is, is a plague. Devil. 
Facebook's actually the plague. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So let's go ahead and give our scores. I'm going to start this time. I am going to give Fiona Apple's album, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, I'm going to give it a five. I think it deserves a five. I'm going to give it a five. It is absolutely brilliant. I mean, everything about it just uh, screams uh, classic. I think um, in 20 years, we'll still be talking about this album. I, in fact, I think in 20 years, it's going to be more well-known and more talked about than it is right now. That, that's my bottom line. Fair enough. Um, right. I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Um, I think it's good. I don't think it's eh, quite that good, but I did like I did like the uh, that there was a lot of variety. Um, I like that there was a lot of um, homespun feel about it, and I like that she still has her aggressive nature kind of popping out in the songs. So. Okay. Good. All right, Mister Slappy Pool. Yeah, I think I'm going to also give it a four because. The same things Charlie said. There are like my I have my slight complaints, but I like to complain a lot, so I guess there's take like it with a grain of salt. Like so. But it's very worth listening to, like very much. Yeah, a couple times probably. Oh yeah, I, but I because I don't think you can hear all the sounds. No, like every time you listen to it, you 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 hear something else. You're like, oh wow, I didn't catch that before. I mean, that beat. Wow, that's good. I mean, because it's so percussive and there's so many different sounds in it you just like oh wow i didn't catch that you know so i, I think it's well worth a listen and multiple times um it's it's a, it's an album worth buying not just streaming so if you guys have the money go purchase fiona apple's new album fetch the bolt cutters and support her yeah all right let's, <laughs> let's move on to pop culture news this is the segment where we bring you news that's relevant for now and probably won't be relevant in five years when you watch the video but that's True. okay so Mr. Charlie, Mr. Simpleton number two, what do you got for us today? So I was uh, um, looking at items that that interest me, and um, there's a couple of pop pop ups on uh, Kickstarter. I spend a, I spend a little bit of time on Kickstarter because I got a few things that I'm I do support, like different uh, like bands and things that are putting things out. <laughs> um, but uh, there's a new couple of telescopes that are out on the market. One is the dwarf telescope, and this is just not you know it's for the around town kind of thing. Um, being an art, an, an art guy, I like to be able to like stay in one place and be able to view things from a distance. So if I'm on, on vacation and I'm, and I'm hanging out with my wife, I can kind of like, um, you know, take thing, take a look at things from a distance. Um, this one's nice because it's, it syncs with your phone. Um, you can either do, I think it's a hardwire or, or an adapt, a Wi-Fi adapter. And so that way you can kind of like do everything through your phone. Sure. Um, the joy on the, uh, um, but the, and uh, uh, no, I wanted to go to the next one. Um, the second telescope, now now these guys, the dwarfs, they run about $110. So they're not extremely high priced. Sure, for, um, a, telescope. for a telescope. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. a telescope. Yeah. And this comes with like the, the telescope itself, the tripod, um, sink cables and all that. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's the full kit. It's not just like, I'm getting a box. You know what I'm gonna do with this box? I can plug it in. Um, the the next one is quite the upgrade. Now this one's going to probably run more any more about five hundred dollars, um, but it's also a small telescope and it's meant to like view more of the uh, uh, more of the stars. Um, uh, does a lot more um, like you, a lot of lunar looks and everything. Uh, you can see it in the promo online. But again, it's meant to sync with your tablets and everything, um, with mapping and stuff. So that way you can actually observe. I mean, this is for the amateur astro. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, astronomer? Astrono astronomers, thank you. My brain froze. 
but uh, yeah, so I mean, you can like actually take your take your tablet and line it up with the maps, and like zoom back and forth and see it digitally. So I thought that was kind of cool little cool little gadget. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. I uh, uh, so you can literally set your telescope outside if you want and control it with your phone. Is what you're telling me. Yeah, pretty much. So you don't need. So say it's a uh, twenty below zero outside, and you want to set your telescope. You don't have to stand there. <laughs> <up. laughs> okay, a little bit no to the left. The <laughs> yeah, right. You can just sit in your house and go. Burr, burr, burr. Oh, look at this! Ding, ding, ding. Okay, awesome. That's cool. So, so now neat. the uh, um, the upgraded one was uh, from a company called Hyuni or okay. Hyuni H I U N I, and okay. so check them out on Kickstarter. Um, see what they're doing. Uh, yeah, there's, sounds there's good. Like days left on the dwarf and. And uh, the Hyuni is uh, still a pre-purchase, so. Okay, awesome. Well, and we'll have a link to that in the show notes. Uh, so please make sure you check out the show notes for that kind of uh, information. Mr. Number Two, what about you? Number Two. Oh, that's what I meant. See, I always get these numbers mixed up. But... <laughs> I need to go back to kindergarten. You know, I had to count to five. Uh, Mr. Number Three, what do you got for us today? Okay, so this one was a little rushed because I also wanted to do one of the stories we had for earlier this month or later. Let me just um, add something to that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay, whatever. But <laughs> I guess, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the Oculus Quest VR, sure. um, but oh, yeah. Facebook has been releasing these VR headsets that don't require a PC to use. You can just turn them on and play whatever games. Um, they're releasing a second one, which requires you to have a Facebook account in order to use it. However, they're starting to ban users who are adding more than one Oculus Quest to their Facebook account. Hmm. Um, Why? No idea. Hmm. Uh, just, I'm assuming that they're trying to pre uh, prevent some sort of fraud or something. But it kind of sucks for people who, like, have a family and buy more than one for their family and just connect it to their one Facebook account. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, like, well, I want my kid having their own account. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. just, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, I wonder what the reasoning is for that. Maybe you could do some research and we could talk about it later or you could post it on the website and, and let people know if there's a reason why Facebook is doing that. That would be great to great information to know. No, All right, sure. thank you, Mr. Number Three, for bringing that uh, interesting piece of knowledge to us here. Let me just, wee, Okay, sorry. Um, so if you guys notice my background here, uh, I'm sure you all know who these characters are, right? Right, right? We nope, Mr. never seen them. Snoopy and Charlie. Mr. Never heard Charlie. of them. <laughs> and we got Mr. Snoopy right here. Uh, two of my favorite characters of all times. Always been a Peanuts fan ever since I was a little kid. Um, just love him. I know there's some people that don't like Charlie Brown. In fact, uh, a, a, a mutual friend of ours from college, uh, Charlie, uh, Garrett, hated <laughs> Charlie Brown. He absolutely despised Charlie Brown. He hated him. Uh, um, just didn't like the wishy-washy nature of Charlie Brown. I like him. I Probably because I can relate to him. I got a rock. I mean, come on. That's my life I right there in, in, in a nutshell. So I relate to him. But anyway... The sad news is, is that Charlie Brown is not going to be, all the, the seasonal uh, TV uh, shows that everybody likes to watch, they're not going to be on TV this year, which there's a lot of people that are sad about that. Um, so, yeah, so the first time in um, 
since the 1960s, you're not going to be able to watch uh, The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, or the Thanksgiving special, or Christmas special. Because a little company called Apple bought the rights to distribute Charlie Brown. And so (laughs) the only way you can watch Charlie Brown this year is if you have access to Apple TV. Now, Apple TV is throwing everybody out of bone. Um, So if you don't have a subscription to Apple TV, you can still watch the Charlie Brown specials, but only for a limited time in a very small window. So if you want to watch It's a Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, which already passed by the time you watch this video, they were only going to air that between October 30th and November 1st. Um, so the Chris, or the Thanksgiving episode, which it will be the week that this uh, episode, or this podcast or video or whatever you want to call it is dropping, they're going to be showing the Thanksgiving episode of Charlie Brown between November 25th and November 27th. And then Charlie Brown Christmas will be on between December 11th and December 13th. And that's it. If you don't have Apple TV, those are the only times you can watch it. Now, I don't exactly know how Apple's doing it. I don't know if you've got to create an account. Probably have to create oh, it in time. probably have to. iTunes it's... account or something like that. But as far as I understand, it's free of charge to watch those shows during those certain dates. And then after that, screw you unless you're an Apple person. As sad uh, as that is, that is pretty good marketing. I think you have to kind of admit. Well, it, it may be good marketing, but here's the thing. Some of us absolutely hate Apple, and we're not going to get sucked into their stupid marketing. Okay? I'm just oh, yeah? <laughs> but some of I, us? Yeah. <laughs> Who's some of us, huh? Well, I know Charlie has an iPhone, but I don't know. He, I don't think he's drank the Kool-Aid, quite honestly. Um, but here's the thing. This is just a this is just one small symptom of a greater problem that we're going to be continually experiencing as the days go by. And you're starting to see it now with all of these different cable Apple, Disney, TVs. Yeah. Amazon. Yeah, and and CBS and NBC, Universal, they're all starting their own streaming services and so if you don't have uh, a subscription to those platforms, you don't get to watch certain stuff. The days are gone of being able to watch all of these shows on Netflix or Hulu or something like that. You will not be able to do it anymore because those contracts are running out and those companies are taking back the rights because they figure it's more lucrative for them to be able to do this. So in some point in the not too distant future, you're going to have to have a subscription to all of these different streaming services to be able to watch the entertainment that you want to watch. And it could be as much, if not more, than what cable costs right now to be able to watch all that stuff. I feel like that's going to bring a lot of people back to doing piracy almost. Like, I feel like a lot of piracy was because it was hard to get a hold of those things for cheap anyways. And then Netflix came out and people were like, okay, cool. Like, this is a manageable price. I can handle this. And now that it's back to this cable-esque, like, package deal, you're like, I feel like you're just going to see a lot of people going back to touring and stuff. Well, the only thing that's going to save it really is that, uh, you know, you can still buy pieces of the pie. So if you don't want that, you don't have to have it. That's the problem with cable, right? You take it all or nothing. It's not a la carte. Um, but this is going to be, but at the same point, there's going to come a point where it'll probably be cheaper for you to spend 120 bucks on cable a month than it will to have all the streaming services you want to have. Like there's Um, some, I don't care. Like honestly, Apple TV has nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? (coughs) But CBS all access. I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Not on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> CBS All Access. 
they have Star Trek. But I don't want to spend the money. That's the only show I'm interested in on CBS. I could give a flying leap about Survivor or all these other stupid shows, CSI and all these other dumb shows on CBS. But Star Trek? I love Star Trek! <laughs> so, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what the future holds. I don't know. That's my take. You guys have any final thoughts on that? No. No? Yeah, You're just like, it's we got to get... Yeah, we got to get off the video before Nate dies. That's what they're all thinking right now. Well, well, the thing is, luckily, we've we've hit the end. Go check out Fiona Apple's album. It is fantastic. It is amazing. You can find it on any streaming platform or you can purchase it on iTunes, uh, Amazon, any of those places like that. And make sure you subscribe to our, our website. Um, first of all, that's simpletonreview.com. You can subscribe, get an email. You can every time we purchase or... Uh, post new stuff we can get an email find us on facebook subscribe to this video we want subscribers even if you hate us subscribe anyways okay it's no skin off your back you never have to watch these videos in fact i'm pretty certain lemuel and charlie don't even watch these videos i'm just saying okay so I like this anyway. my own voice <laughs> <laughs> whatever all right so anyways that's all i gotta say any oh oh hey i want to tell everybody my son Lemuel, okay, Mr. Deadpool Slaps or whatever he calls himself, is available on Twitch. He goes and he games, okay? So if you're a gamer, you like to watch people video game, uh, then go watch Deadpool Slaps. Or you can check out my other child. You can find him. What is he calling himself these days? Uh, last I checked, it's The Braden Show. But the Braden Show. He's changing his right. name again soon. So. Yeah, uh, if it's not The Braden Show, it'll be something with sad in the title. I'm pretty certain. Yeah, well, so. likely. I don't know. He's trying to change his brand to be a little more positive, I feel like. Oh, yeah? Well, maybe. Yeah, that's what it thing. seems like. So That'd you might good. want to spell Braden in case people are having to type it in. That's true. Well, we'll leave uh, we'll leave the the all those links in the show notes so everybody can just click on it and go to Twitch and and uh, watch your favorite streamer, which happens to be my sons. Right? Those are your favorite streamers. Yep. Hey, this is Nate. I'm Simpleton Number One. I'm Charlie Gibson, Simpleton Number Two. I'm Lemuel Edwards, Simpleton Number Three. And we're all three wishing you a happy November, happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. Bye.